What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Legion of Audience. This is James. And before we get started today, I wanted to take a second and let you all know about the brand new Who Would Win Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get behind-the-scenes access like you've never seen before, go to patreon.com slash whowouldwinshow right now. Who Would Win patrons will have access to outtake videos, early info on battles, and even get a vote on characters that we'll use in upcoming episodes. So if you'd like to support me and the show, head to patreon.com slash whowouldwinshow, and for as little as five bucks a month, you can define yourself as more than just a fan. You'll be an official member of the Legion. Hope to see you there. Jack Reacher sits in a laundromat biding his time. He doesn't ever do laundry, but he got a tip that an underground deal might be happening at this very location. Keeping his eyes peeled for anything suspicious, Reacher is, as always, ready for action. It is then that a man in a suit bursts in through the front door, brandishing multiple firearms as John Wick is on the scene to claim his target. Reacher has to think fast, and this time, it's kill or be killed on the Who Would Win show. It's Assassin versus Drifter. It's Baba Yaga versus the Rich Son. It's John Wick versus Jack Reacher. Today on Who Would Win. And welcome to another episode of Who Would Win, a show that completely ignores anything important happening in the world and instead focuses on a fictional battle between two characters from the worlds of comics, sci-fi, and fantasy. I'm your host, James Gavsey, and as always, I'm joined by the one and only Ray Stacanus. Today's episode is a battle between two characters who can each equally be described as a one-man army. In one corner, you have John Wick, a legendary hitman known for his lethal skills and relentless pursuit of vengeance. And in the other corner, you have Jack Reacher, a former U.S. Army Military Police Corps major who roams the United States embodying the archetype of the lone wanderer and the writer of wrongs. As usual, I did the patented Who Would Win Google test just to see how many times this matchup has been discussed. And this battle has been discussed and has continued to blow continuing to blow up online this battle is insanely highly debated and hotly contested which is why it's getting the who would win treatment today ray what are your thoughts on today's matchup 
I often don't care for, you know, big time on the nose matchups. I'm on the record of saying that lots and lots of times, but this was suggested in the uh, who would win uh, Facebook group for the podcast. And we kind of looked at it and we wanted to do Reacher. We were sitting there saying Jack Reacher's kind of a big deal. That show is blowing up. Uh, everybody's talking about Reacher. He's everywhere right now. Let's just go for it. We couldn't find you know, what we would consider like that out of the out of the box, you know, matchup for it. So he said, let's just do John Wick. Let's make everybody happy. Let's bring this one to a conclusion. You know, there's something special about this matchup. It's um, it really may be one of the closest, you know, matchups and battles we've ever had when you really break down each character. Sure, there's some differences, but there's a lot of similarities. They really are evenly matched. And look, when that's the case, you can't just bring in anybody as a judge. For this battle, we needed a celebrated veteran of the show, and that person's going to decide who wins this Titanic battle, and boy, do we ever have that person today. So, making another appearance on the Who Would Win show, it's writer, producer, director, and star of Is This Wrestling, a wrestling mockumentary, now available for free on coldopen.com. It's the voices of Ayu and Hanuman of Gee Happy. It's Rama Valuri. Rama, welcome back to Who Would Win. Oh, thank you, James, and thank you, Ray. This is a big matchup. I'm super happy you're here because I think you are the person to actually make the perfect decision in today's battle. But before we get to that, please tell the Legion of Audience, our faithful fan base, what you've been up to. Well, a lot has been going on since last I was here. And as you pointed out, James, I released a mockumentary about independent professional wrestling in the vein of This is Spinal Tap mixed with Mel Brooks movies which is available for free as a seven-episode series on coldopen.com. Ray has seen it. Uh, he had a good time, if you can tell, based on Ray's expressions of various angers. Seemed to enjoy it. We had that and also released an entire album of music called Songs About Wrestling, the ITW Is This Wrestling original soundtrack that is available on every music streaming service, including Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, etc. So listen to those. They're, every song is in a different genre. And I've been on a lot of other cartoons since uh, last we talked. Big Nate, Baby Shark's Big Show, Gee Happy. And I'm also one of the leads on the Twisted Timeline of Sammy and Raj, which is a co-production of Nick International and Reliance Telecom in India. The show is the first show about a South Asian family on Nickelodeon that was co-produced with America the UK, and India, and it is now playing on Nicktoons. So give all of those things a watch and then tell Ray what you think early and often. I want to know. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of all things Rama Valuri, and, you know, you mentioned this in a previous episode, and I finally got to watch it. You are absolutely fantastic on Super Pumped. You know, the story of Uber and how it came up, came kind of came crashing down, and not to take anything away from the story, but, man, you were really, really good. Legion of Audience, just do yourself a favor. Consume, watch, listen to anything Rama Valuri does. It will be very well worth it. Look, I am super excited we have uh, Rama on the show to judge this battle because this is something I really think has been in the works for probably about four years. And with the release of season two of Jack, you know, Breacher on Amazon Prime, there's no better time to do this show. So with all that being said, Ray, please do us the honors and announce today's matchup. Presenting Action Cinema. The assassin who can never sign any forms because he's always losing his pencil. His mm-hmm pencil. John Wick. And representing Action TV. The former military operative whose elevator always lets him off on the 
killing floor, Jack Reacher. As always, well done, Ray. Now, before we go any further, let's go over the basics of a Who Would Win match. Now, each debater will make three points. Keep in mind that the Who Would Win match is a random encounter in a neutral location with no prior knowledge or prep time allowed. And the debater has to stay within the confines of the character. And when it comes to determining the winner, it's the judge who has the final say and will determine which character lost based on death, incapacitation, or battlefield removal, and with no outside interference being allowed. Remember, you can always check out all the rules on our website at www.whowouldwinshow.tv. And before we get started, don't forget to visit the official Who Would Win store. Visit www.whowouldwinstore.com to get your hands on some great Who Would Win shirts and merch. And now, let's get to the tale of the tape for both of our combatants. Ray, please give us the details for John Wick. John Wick is a legendary hitman in the John Wick film series. He was created by Derek Kolstad, played by Keanu Reeves, and first appeared in the movie John Wick back in 2014. The man you send to kill the boogeyman had finally retired after finding the love of his life. Set to live a quiet rest of his life, John Wick was feared and respected by all of the underworld. However, after his wife sadly died early, John filled some of that void with a puppy. Then Theon Greyjoy showed up, not knowing who he was, and trashed his house, beat him up, and killed that dog. That set forth a series of events that four movies, quite honestly, has not been enough to contain. Fun fact, John Wick has a tattoo on his back written in Latin. That tattoo reads Fortis Fortuna Adiuvet. Now, for those of you who don't speak Latin, like me, that translates to fortune favors the bold. It's an interesting choice for John, who makes a series of bold choices as these movies keep rolling out. And that is John Wick. Very cool. Here are the details for Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher, otherwise known as Reacher, was created by Lee Child, the pen name of British author James Dover Grant, with the character making his first appearance in the novel Killing Floor back in 1997. The series has since expanded to include more than 20 novels, numerous short stories, and has been adapted into a movie franchise before the launch of the Amazon Prime series, which, by the way, is the version of this character I'll be using for today's battle. Reacher is portrayed as a former major in the United States Army Military Police Corps, navigating life after service with a staunch moral code, exceptional intelligence, and unmatched combat skills. Standing at an imposing six foot five inches tall in the novels, Reacher is a nomadic figure who travels the United States with no fixed address, stumbling upon and subsequently solving complex mysteries and crimes. His character embodies the lone wanderer in night, delivering justice outside the conventional legal system and often finding himself entangled in situations that, de that demand his... I guess the best way to put it, particular set of skills. And here's an interesting fact about Reacher. Did you know that Reacher has a customized method to maintain his super lean yet well-built physique? It's true. Evidently, Reacher has a homegrown formula of maintaining his build consisting of only two steps. Step one, eat a lot. And I mean a lot. Step two, have such insane genetics that you don't ever need to work out. That's right. Jack Reacher's genetics are so good that he can maintain his 250 pound lean muscle mass with super low body fat without having to work out or even watch what kind of food he eats because his genetics will overcome all of that and keep him super ripped and super big. Fun fact, I actually believe genetics are just another way of saying horse steroids. It's just a theory. And now you have the facts on both opponents. Rama, do you have any questions before we get started? Just making sure the version of Jack Reacher that you're using is the giant mountain man on the Amazon series and not Tom Cruise, right? That is or correct. You... I was going back and forth, 
and I felt I wanted to go with the best physical specimen with the best combat skills as possible, but I really like the Amazon series, so I'm going with the Alan Richson 6.5 version of him from that. Right. Okay. I just needed to make sure so I have the right person's face. And, and, in and my I'm head. using the movie version of John Wick. I don't think I said that. That's what's happening here. Not Thank you for that clarification, version. Ray. Yes. You know what? It was necessary. You know, fun fact the actor who portrays Jack Reacher is actually only 6'2, which means Race to Canis technically could fulfill some of the, you know, acting roles of John. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Just saying he's not that I'm tall. I'm bigger than Reacher. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Okay, so for everyone listening, I think all of us need to be on the same page here. Yeah. Now that we know that Ray is bigger than Alan Richson, who plays Reacher on the Amazon series. Yeah. For the purposes of this podcast, I need us all to imagine that Jack Reacher looks exactly and sounds exactly like the Almighty Ray. It'd be a better show, quite honestly, if you think about it. It'd be a louder but, uh, show. John that's Wick real. still looks like Keanu. That's oh. guaranteed. Th- that's so. It's Keanu Reeves as John Wick, looking yeah. as he does, yeah. versus Jack Reacher, Amazon, portrayed by Alan Richson, but looking like and sounding like Almighty Ray. I like Ray. this. I mean, this is a guaranteed ten season run. Right there. All right. I like where this is going. Let's get this party started. Ray, hit us with your point number one. Point number one for John Wick. We're going to talk about his speed. We're going to talk about how how tough he is. We're going to talk about how much respect he's gotten and why he's gotten that respect. Now, remember when the Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones, I still couldn't believe when I went back and rewatched John Wick, now knowing who that actor was, I was like, oh, no, it's Reek. Oh, Reek is the one who set this all in motion. What's happening? Anyway. He tells his dad, the mob boss, you know, uh, who he messed with, who who he he stole the car of, you know, and his father basically told his own son, I cannot help you. In fact, go away. Leave me alone. You are a dead man and I do not wish for you to bring me down with you. Spoiler alert. That's exactly what ends up happening. When John Wick gets involved in a murder spree, police refuse to intervene. There was a certain respect and fear of John Wick throughout all of society that they don't talk about. It's like, you know, Voldemort in the in the Harry Potter series. We don't we don't talk about him. We just all understand what the deal is, right? <laughs> Let's not forget when he went to that club where Kevin Nash, aka former WWE star Diesel, was working the door. Diesel showed him ultimate respect and John Wick allowed him to leave and Diesel thanked him for the opportunity to live. That's a WWE champion who's like 6'10". Outrageous. Let's not forget when John Wick's car was stolen, the mechanic looked one took one look at the car and said, I'm not touching it. Get it out of here. Because John Wick, it earned through the streets, the assassinations, the murders. He earned the respect of literally everyone on all sides of every conflict forever. Now, he's very durable as well. This is a guy who's been up and down a lot of stairs. Look, I get winded going up the two stairs to get into the back door of my new house. That's just a truth about Ray. John Wick can go up 72 flights of stairs and have no problem whatsoever. And he's a tough guy. He's a guy who chopped off his own ring finger and then burned it to heal it. I couldn't do that. You couldn't do that. But John Wick did it. 
Also, his suits. His suits are fantastic, very fashionable, looking good. Well, they're also bulletproof. He's got bulletproof suits. So if Reacher does try to get some shots off, and I've seen Reacher, he's wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. There's no armor present in anything that Reacher is going to be doing. That's fine. John Wick is a guy who absolutely, and I know we hate to talk about it, but he's willing to go there, right? This is a guy who will let himself get hurt so he can take you out. He let himself get stabbed in a fight just to draw the other person in close so he could dispatch them. It doesn't matter what happens to John. It's about what he can do to you. He's been thrown through glass panes. He's been in a car that got hit uh, four times and then walked away from car crashes. Uh, that's crazy. You got to be in a Fast and Furious movie to be able to pull that off. And those are the toughest people in the world. And he once got hit by a taxi cab. Got up fine. I've noticed a trend in John Wick movies that he gets hit by cars a lot. I hope that doesn't come into play here, but I have, I have information about that later in case it does. In any case, he's too fast, he's too durable, and there's a reason he's got that respect. John Wick takes this down, and that's my point number one. All right, listen, I got to admit something. I absolutely love the character of John Wick. You know, we all know people who work on different movies, and I know a bunch of the stunt people who worked on it, and they love the character. And every movie that comes out, they're like, how do we make John Wick even more insanely tough and amazing the better fighter and they succeed in every film so you can't take away from anything about that but let me kind of push back on some other points first of all in terms of that respect he has that reputation that's not going to come into play because again these two people don't know who each other are so they're going to see each other they'll size each other up the previous reputation that john wick has not a factor the police didn't get involved by the way because there are rules within john wick's world which just make his makes his world even that much better police have to stay out of it for certain reasons just like the Continental has rules and what have you. That's really why the police kind of stay out of his way. I'm sure they're also afraid of him too. Uh, now look, of course he's got um, you know a suit that's somewhat bulletproof. That doesn't mean bullets don't hurt. That doesn't mean he still doesn't get shot because he does get shot you know through a shirt and what have you. You know, and Reacher actually wears secondhand clothing. Have you ever tried on secondhand clothing? I mean, I bought a bunch of it. Some of it's great. That stuff I would say is also insanely bulletproof and somewhat durable. I wouldn't say it's going to stop bullets really, but man, that's going to stop a punch especially if you wear the uh, wrong type of secondhand clothing. I'll just leave it at that. Now, let me get to my point number one. And for my point number one, I need to ask a question here. And the question is, is Reacher superhuman? That's how I'm going to start off my point number one. Look, Jack Reacher, he's 6'5", he's 250 pounds. He's got a six pack. He's got a great jawline, a tiny waist, great hair, and comes across exactly. I mean, exactly is what Captain America is supposed to look like on screen. No offense, Chris Evans, who is all about 5'11", 5'10", 180 pounds. He did a great job. I'm just saying, Alan Richson, that looks like Captain America. Now, in terms of strength, Reacher is described as having about three times the strength of a regular man. In the Amazon series, Reacher is really able to easily overpower literally anyone he encounters through strength alone. When he saw, when someone was actually tailing him in a car, he looked back, he noticed it. He walked over to the car and just stomped it just really quick, stomped the front of the car with one kick, and that kick was so hard that the airbags, airbags deployed and smacked around the person who was in the driver's seat. When chasing after someone who was driving away at high speed, he felt the best way to stop him wasn't to run after the car, but rather to pick up a barbecue because he was in someone's backyard. He literally picked up an actual barbecue grill and he threw it about 15 to 20 yards at the car who was moving at high speed and hit the car in the windshield stopping. Keep in mind that gas grills must weigh somewhere anywhere from 100 to maybe 200 pounds. Let's just say it's 150 pounds. And he just threw that at least 50 feet, if not further, and hit a car driving away at high speed. On top of that, his strength further you know, enhances 
uses the power of his strikes when he's fighting. This is crazy because his punches and kicks are already incredibly powerful. And with that strength, he's capable of knocking out people with one shot. And, you know, he, he uses his strength in really fun ways. He likes to punch things in ways that break bones and horribly incapacitate opponents super easily by breaking in knees the wrong way or legs being bent and all that kind of fun stuff. It's just fun to watch. He's also insanely durable. He can take dozens of hits and not have any of it slow him down. Again, he's big. He can take it. He can be stabbed. And again, that pain of being stabbed has nothing. He just focuses his mind so it doesn't bother him at all. His pain tolerance is literally off the charts. He's also extremely agile for someone his size. He knows how to move and he's extremely hard to hit. I don't think he's been shot once, actually been hit with the bullet once through two seasons of his Amazon show. It's kind Kind of crazy how many times he's been shot at during the two seasons, you know, when you think about it, because at 250 pounds, how do you actually avoid uh, being hit? Never mind, he's actually dodging gunfire. That's crazy. He also recovers from physical injuries way faster than average. Look, John Wick can do the same thing. I think that's a push. They both seem to have his ability to take insane amounts of punishment and just get up and keep going. That's that physicality and also that insane willpower each of them has. You know, how many times, you know, have we seen him just get insanely hurt? But again, he just refuses to stay down because he's on a mission and he has to get this done. Look, and all this put together, John Wick, there's no doubt he's in great shape but he's physically outmatched and outclassed with the peak superhuman of Reacher. Because as far as I can tell, look, when you look at the definition of a Marvel comic and you say, what is peak human and low-level superhuman? That is where Jack Reacher resides in those levels. There's so much more to this character, but for now, all of that is my point number one. Look, if your main argument right now is that Jack Reacher is bigger and stronger than John Wick. And I will agree to that point. Like, look at the two of them. Of course he is. But there are some questions about that, right? First off, you say, oh, Jack Reacher in two seasons hasn't been shot. You know why? Because they know that if he gets shot one time, it's over. The show is over. And guess who hits his targets? We'll talk about that. John Wick hits his targets when he shoots. And Jack Reacher can't get shot on his show because he'll be done. Superhuman, I don't agree with that. He is big. He is strong. He's also very, very slow. And one aspect of being superhuman is you got to combine the strength with the speed. And Jack Reacher is not fast. If he gets a grip on you, that might end poorly. But that's okay because strength doesn't do any good versus a gun. And John Wick has fought plenty of large opponents. Let's not forget, John Wick fought against a, basically a sumo wrestler, right? How did he end up defeating him? He climbed up on top of him and then shot him repeatedly. That's how you beat a big guy with John Wick. Again, I can't disagree with him. You're saying he's got great tactics, but again, Reacher is not your typical assassin, not your typical person, but all of that is just kind of some fun stuff we're talking about. Let's go to what the judge has to say. Rob of Lurie, you've heard one point from both Ray and myself. Where's your head at so far with this battle? Well, right now I'm imagining Ray throwing a, a gas grill 50 feet. And it's it's pretty impressive, Ray. Thank you. Yeah. It's hey, also it's impressive, horrifying. but is it surprising? Well, I feel like if there was a movie about Ray, I think Brian Posehn might play you. And very likely. If there's a point where Posehn as Ray is throwing a grill to stop a car, I think he would throw it farther than you'd expect. But because the buildup and the spectacle, you're hoping for that grill to hit the car, but it'll get maybe like 30 feet. You go, wow, that was impressive and anticlimactic. Yeah. That's <laughs> what would away. happen in the, the Ray movie 
starring Brian And a Cousinet. waste of a good barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it would be a new barbecue. Oh, yeah. Ray, Ray doesn't look like the kind of guy who gets a new barbecue. He yeah. looks like the kind of guy who goes to a park with yeah. some bolt cutters and steals the communal barbecue thing that's there and then doesn't clean it ever. There's but, a reason why Rotary Park in Livonia, Michigan has asked me not to return. I thought that had to do with public nudity. Listen, there are listen. There are two uh, reasons. Rama, we, we're not why trying to tell return. all the stories today. Oh, right. Uh, well, anyway, that's where my head was at. I will say it's very impressive the the feats of strength that Mr. Reacher seems to have achieved. Uh, some sort of Magnus Ver Magnuson of the strongman <laughs> world in in this. Uh, but uh, to Ray's point, he hasn't been shot. All he said bullets didn't really hit him in the whole season. You're on the second season, so the guys who are shooting him kind of have like a stormtrooper and Star Wars complex of they're not good shots and they're probably clumsy at execution of anything. So already you have a marksman of the level of John Wick who would have better tactics than allowing a man mountain to hurl a grill at you or smash your car in i yeah i th- i i'm leaning towards john wick from this i am impressed by by jack reacher but it's got a got a kind of little guy big guy at wrestlemania feel to it where i'm like oh the big guy big guy gets tired big big guy tries big smashes takes longer to reach the ground and also part of me wants to see keanu shoot ray so <laughs> We're kind of getting closer to it. I don't think I can lose no. because we either imagine Keanu shooting Ray as Alan Richson as Jack Reacher, or we see Ray kill Keanu and then everyone will be mad at him. Yeah. So we all win. But it's true. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to give it to John Wick by a by a nose so far. See- See, this is why we like having you on the show, because it's a win-win. No matter what side actually gets the victory, there's no loser when Rama is the judge. That's all I've been saying. All right, this battle is looking very interesting. We'll be right back for point number two. We have a new sponsor for Who Would Win, and I think y'all might enjoy this one. It is Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile game that taps into everything we all love about Marvel Comics. You get to pick a squad of your favorite Marvel heroes, you know, and villains, let's keep it real, and team them up to fight big bads like Doctor Doom and, of course, save the universe. Your goal in Marvel Strike Force is to power up your characters and compete PvP against other players in multiple different modes. And you know I'm not telling you all about this empty-handed, because if you're a new user and sign up with our promo code MAXPOOL, M-A-X-P-O-O-L, you're going to get hooked up with all kinds of free stuff to get you started the right way. Let's face facts. You love Marvel, you love gaming, and you got a phone. So take a sec and check out Marvel Strike Force using the link in the description of this episode, ideally, and use our promo code MAXPOOL and get the whole Who Would Win show hookup. Thanks again to Marvel Strike Force and thanks to me for this great read. Good job, me. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Ray, let's see what you got. Hit us with your point number two. Point number two for John Wick. Let's talk about his general combat skills because he does more than just shoot a gun. Although he does shoot a gun. He's known for three things. And this is what I found through just reading about as, as much as I could over the last week. He's known for his deep focus, his heavy commitment, and his sheer amount of willpower. That's a big thing that you talked about, James, that Reacher has going for him. I would argue that John Wick might even have it in more because as far as adversity goes in his own properties, it's not that Reacher is up against nothing, but he's very much more like a Jack Bauer 24 type of a situation where he's trying to uncover a mystery and go in. And along the way, he's going to have some fights. He's going to have some action. With John Wick, his entire setup is an entire building of people who are trying to murder him. That is just apples and oranges as far as what they're up against in their standard play, right? Well, as far as keeping himself alive goes, John Wick knows judo, jujitsu, both Japanese and Brazilian. Uh, he, he does throwing knives. He can do throwing axes. He can use the piano wire like Agent 47, the hitman. This is a guy who knows how the human body works. He has to because he has to hit people uh, to bring them down quickly. You watch a John Wick fight scene, he's not letting people linger around like I've seen Reacher do from time to time. He's taking them out, boom, 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 one after another after another because he can't afford anybody getting back up again as he plows his way through 17 people in a hallway, right? He's fought the best trained assassins and martial artists in the entire world, right? They're all coming to get him at a certain point in these movies, and he keeps on going. I've also seen him do the Batman move where he completely drops out of sight. You'd be looking at him, you turn away, he's gone. He's a ghost. How does he do that? I don't know. He's John Wick. And improvisation is his friend as well. This is a guy who will use absolutely everything around him. If there's a weapon, if there's, he'll take his own belt off and then like, you know, they choke you out with it, right? He'll take a pencil, as we all know, and murder three people with it. That's the kind of guy John Wick is. If there's anything around him at all, he's going to use it to kill you because that's who he is. And given that this is a battle with no prior knowledge and you're not allowed to prepare for it, the ability to improvise in the battle, I think, very much skews in John Wick's favor. This is a guy who killed 12 men, trained what? Trained assassins, a trained hit team squad who tried to invade his house. Granted, that was a home field advantage. But I'll tell you right now, if 12 men with guns broke into my house, I'd probably only get 11 of them. I'll be real with you. That's just how I roll. That 12th guy is going to get me. So send 13. This is also a guy who uses customly built weapons that he built for himself. And I say, oh, there's two axioms I have on this show. One, if one character can fly and the other one can't, the flyer has a supreme advantage, right? The second one is a guy who makes his own weapons is going to be hugely advantageous over somebody who's using a store-bought item. You prepare it, you build it for yourself, you know how to use it better than anybody. And the final point, driving. John Wick is a great driver. If somehow this becomes vehicular in any way, one of the memes is Reacher is a terrible driver. 
So I would argue that if Reacher gets behind the wheel of a car, tries to run John Wick down like so many others have, he'd miss, and that would put him in a terrible position. And that's my point number two. All right. So again, nothing I can really say about John Wick that you brought up is wrong. I really can't. You're actually doing a great job of of legitimately representing an amazing character. You know, you sound surprised, James. I am because normally I catch a lot of uh, the patented race cadence nonsense, you know, trying to sneak in there and I just push back on it. But you're doing a really I mean, this is absolutely who John Wick is. He's got this great willpower, as does Reacher. In fact, they could both be Green Lanterns, as far as I'm concerned, with the amount of insane willpower each character has. I'd actually put that as a push for both. You know, throwing knives, strangulations, improvised weapons. Yeah, all of that is stuff that Reacher is really known for as well. It's portrayed very well throughout his series. I'd say that's also a push, too. I will admit that John Wick has better stealth than Reacher. You know, Reacher has better strength. John Wick has better stealth. I think, yeah, I, we could both agree on that. You know, in terms of, you know, using a car combatively, it definitely doesn't have as big as accomplishments as John Wick does, but he does have great accomplishments nonetheless, chasing down people while he's driving different vehicles, knowing how to smash into them, how to you know strategically use jump curbs and all that kind of good stuff. So combat driving is actually something Reacher's also really great at. But let me get to my point number two. And for my point number two, let's just talk about the fighting capability, the mental fortitude and the weapons you know that, that Reacher uses. Look, when you break these two characters down and really take a long, hard look at them, I've already said it before, you see a lot of simil- similarities, but when when it comes to fighting, these two couldn't be further apart. Look, John Wick's fighting style, it's fluid. It's a lethal blend of martial arts. He's a master at close quarters combat up close and long range fighting. He's a master of orchestrating what I call a ballet of violence with a focus on swift eliminations. Yeah, that's my term. I love it. And that's what he does so well. But Jack Reacher's fighting style, really different. He uses that no nonsense brawler approach, relies on raw strength, street fighting tactics, military hand to hand combat techniques. And he just overpowers his opponents he prefers really just getting direct and forceful methods you know on his opponents and just to literally break them decisively and quickly and that's why reacher has the superior fighting style in my opinion for this encounter he's designed for one-on-one battles even though he's a master of fighting many people at the same time like that one time where he's handcuffed and still without any weapons while handcuffed took out about uh six guys by breaking their legs and headbutting them and all that kind of good stuff now john wick he's a master of chaos which is when dozens of people come at him in murderous rampages at the same time. But when it comes to one-on-one battles with super skilled opponents, John Wick may get the win, but it's a much harder fight. Just like we saw in his encounter with that ninja master in John Wick 3's that really awesome solo fight he had. And he pays a huge physical toll that really takes an effect on him over the long run. Whereas in the same encounter, Jack Reacher does not take that same physical toll. And it's not just because of Reacher's size and his physical capability. Reacher has that mental fortitude fueled by some amazing capabilities. Firstly, he's a genius, not necessarily in any one field, but in terms of tactics, fighting, strategies, improvisation, weapons, specifically firearms. Reacher is a genius in all of these fields, and he's great at combining all of this into whatever method he needs at that moment to get the win. On top of that, Reacher has insane situational awareness. He can quickly assess his environment for threats or advantages. He's been trained to do this, and he's got a natural aptitude for it. And if he's, in, whether it's a, you know, a crowded city, a desolate rural 
area. It's not going to matter. Anything that he can that can be used as a weapon will be seen by him. Anything he can use environmentally in the fight will be you know somehow categorized immediately in his head for what he can do and what he can't do. Any way John Wick moves and fights will be dissected mentally as well. This is what Reacher does. It won't take long for Reacher to figure out how to position John Wick exactly where he wants him. See, that's one of the cool things about Reacher. He adapts his fighting style to the situation. He's a genius level problem solver is the best way to put it. He has that ability to analyze and solve complex problems while under intense pressure. And that's what he's going to see John Wick as. He's really just a complex problem that needs to be solved really quickly. And if that wasn't enough, Reacher's also an expert marksman. He's the only military policeman to win the U.S. Marine Corps 1,000 yard invitational uh, rifle contest. So he's a great shot. And he carries a handgun at all times with an extra magazine of bullets. Look, Reacher represents all the things John Wick would never want in an opponent. Someone like himself, who's a fighting master, weapons master, a god of firearms, insanely strong-willed, someone who has no attachments other than the mission they're resigned themselves to accomplish, which in this case, for Reacher, is taking out John Wick, and that's on top of the superhuman physicals that Reacher brings to the table. All of that is my point number two. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff there. Look again, if Reacher gets his hands on him, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, that's a tough, that's an uphill battle for John Wick. Thankfully, that's not exactly something, it's not a position he finds himself in very often. He often does not let large people grab him and then choke the life out of him. It would be a short movie if he did. Direct and forceful being Reacher's MO. I can agree with that. That's a terrible approach to take versus John Wick, who's coming out guns ablazing flipping and flying like he's tequila in hard-boiled from John Woo over tables and carts and stairwells, and he's doing everything he can to put bullets in the heads of the people who are coming at him. And you argue that Reacher could place him where he want him? Have you seen John Wick fight? John Wick's fights aren't going to last long enough for him to have some sort of mental, I got to get him standing in front of the window, and then I'll jump him, and then I'll drag him out the wind. No, he's going to get shot 17 times if he's going to do that. And the last thing is, because Reacher is big, and because he's a little slow, his cardio is not up to snuff. He will not have the endurance to last long enough against John Wick to get to the end game that James is speaking of. He will slow down. He will get tired quicker, and that's when the bullets start landing. And that's not even a disputable point, James. His lack of cardio is talked about on the show Reacher itself. I'm not just pulling this out of left field. This is directly against the end game that you are speaking of. These are all good points. I love where this battle is going. And now we get to talk about something special because we are at the turning point. Rama, you've had a moment to ponder two points from both Ray and myself. Who do you think is ahead and what does the other side have to do to pull out the victory? All right. I like close battles. I think they're far more entertaining going into the final stretch. And I'm shocked to say that I think you both are tied at one point each. Uh, Ray overwhelmingly so in the first round. But James, you just snuck a little bit in there at the end, which got me thinking that put you over the top there about the relative combat skills of both highly trained individuals. And Ray brought up a lot of excellent points about the fluid fighting style and all the different people that he's fought, including everybody's favorite NBA player, Boban Marjanovic. Um, so there are a lot. A lot of great points from Ray there. The one issue that came up that James got me thinking about was, as great a fighter as John Wick is, 
when it comes to martial combat of various styles and weapons combat. I've seen him get his ass kicked a lot. He's not a guy who's infallible. It's not Neo from the Matrix at full power or something who's just never getting hit and is that much better a fighter. He's he's less Bruce Lee and more Jackie Chan. Interesting. Jackie Chan gets his ass kicked. He keeps getting up and he can take a beating, but he does put himself in positions where he does get hurt and will sustain some kind of damage, which will make it harder to be a runaway victory. So I say that you both have things to prove in the end. First, for James, you can't keep saying, I completely agree with you, Ray. I have nothing I can say to this point. Because, frankly, Ray should be up to nothing just by virtue of you saying that so many times. Um, So you need to, one, have a compelling counter to Ray's point that doesn't include you just agreeing with him. And two, you gotta show me how Jack Reacher isn't just a lumbering, stamina-less giant. Because right now he sounds like a like a highly trained great Kali or something for, for another reference. He's uh, potentially dangerous, very strong, but easily winded, has some combat driving, but also is a meme for being a terrible driver. So you got a you got a big guy who doesn't have the best motor, but can do a lot of damage. So I need to know that he's smarter than he looks. And it can't just be about the fighting. There's got to be more to him than, than just brawn, because right now he's coming off as just a, a big, strong dum-dum. And for Ray, there's... Four movies worth of compelling reasons why John Wick can take this home. I think if you even talk about any of the other big bads that he has fought beyond uh, Alfie Allen's Theon Greyjoy by way of the Eastern Bloc of Russia, of the Soviet Union, I think if you talk about some of the, the people he's fought from the the chairman of Iron Chef to Boban, to basically Ipman, mixed with Zatoichi. There's so many specific cases of of fights and things that he's pulled off. I think if you can make these things work in your favor, I've given you both more information than you deserve. So what I'm saying is, don't let me down. All I took from that brilliant assessment, by the way, was that I should stop being so Canadian and embrace my American side, because I'm now officially an American, in my rebuttals against Ray, as well as show some cool stuff for Reacher. Got it. We are on the same page. What's the point of having the benefit of dual passports if you can't put down the polite Canadian passport for a minute and turn into a Mississippi jack-off and just start yelling at Ray? Like, that's that's why you become a citizen of the United States, is to be able to shout dumb things with total conviction and people go, America. I mean, this is why you're on the show. It's for these kind of, you know, this piece of wisdom alone is just worth your salary for why you're on here. We should be higher, by the way. All right, look, this is excellent. This is about to get really heated. This is going to be an insane place where this battle is about to go. We'll be right back for point number three.
and we're back. Ray, we've been here before, but this is it. Let's see what you got. Hit us with your point number three. Point number three for John Wick. Okay there, Rama Valuri. Let's talk about it a little bit because some of the later characters that John Wick fought, he did fight the chairman from Iron Chef known as Zero. Uh, he was the leader of a major assassin group right there. And, and guess who pulls out that? That's John Wick. You know, he also fought against Common, uh, Cashin at some point, which, you know, let's face facts. You beat Common in a movie, you're looking pretty good. Lest we forget, he fought a 2v1 against him, against the Shinobi, uh, who are two ridiculous assassins, gave John Wick absolutely everything that he could handle, and there were two of them. Who was walking out at the end of that battle? You know it. It was John Wick. This is the entire thing. Normally, I don't worry with a property like this because a lot of people haven't seen the movies that you just say, well, they beat A, B, C, and D. It was with anime, right? I don't always talk about all of the characters they've beaten because if you haven't seen the movies or you're not familiar with the property or if it's not universally known like a Darth Vader or a Thanos, it doesn't mean anything to the audience. But you wanted it, Rama. There you go. Those are some of the top tier people that John Wick defeated. Now let's talk about how good he is at shooting. This is a master of firearms. He uses handguns, shotguns, assault rifles. If he can shoot it, he's going to murder you with it. This is a guy who fights big people. And how does he fight big people? I mentioned the sumo earlier. He's, there's a reason Diesel wanted to walk away safely. It's because he murders them with bullets. Because it doesn't matter how big and strong you are. A bullet to the temple will take you out 100% of the time. Like the pool guy, the warehouse guy. Like we all remember some of the great ones from that first movie. Big guys that he's taken off. And John Wick does kill shots. He doesn't really do anything but kill shots. His accuracy is so ridiculous. I tried to watch, you know, when I was, I was watching some John Wick fight scenes, watching some of the movies again to prepare for this, he doesn't flesh wound anybody. This is the guy who hits you and you go down and you stay down. Therefore, it really only takes him one shot and he needs that because he has a limited supply of bullets and there is an unlimited supply of people rushing at him like it was the video game Kung Fu for the Nintendo Entertainment System. They're coming all shapes and sizes just to get knocked off a plank to the, to the ground below. This is a guy in John Wick who did a spinning 180 headshot with hip fire. I tried to do that in Call of Duty and my game crashed. I'm just saying it wasn't possible for me in a virtual world, but John Wick pulled it off in his reality. Does not miss, only headshots. This is a guy who reloaded his rifle in a tunnel, right? He had to reload his rifle because he was out of bullets. There's a bunch of enemies that showed up. He didn't really have time to finish, so he pulled out a pistol and just shot down those people, then finished his reload, which is actually a shocking moment because in all of the characters that I've researched, John Wick is one of the fastest reloaders I've ever seen in my entire life. So if he shoots a bunch of bullets at Reacher and somehow misses King Kong, this giant presence who's coming after him, I don't know how that happened in the TV show, honestly. Seems like that guy would have gotten hit once. I like the Stormtrooper theory, Rama, not going to lie. He could reload and then pull it off very, very quickly to, fire, to, to kill him with the second round of bullets is what I'm trying to say right there. And he is a master of gun, gun foo, much like Deadpool. When you think of how John Wick fights, that's how I think of how Deadpool fights. He incorporates his guns into hand-to-hand -hand fighting with the, with the fists and the kicks and the throws. He does all of the jujitsu moves, but happens to have a loaded 45 in one of his hands, 
to finish you off the second that there's an opening. He doesn't need a one-inch punch like Bruce Lee. He has a one-inch bullet to the temple. That's John Wick, master of gung fu, and that's my point number three. All right, hold it, hold it, hold it right there. Let me push back dramatically nice try, James. on you what agree you with just all said, Race Canis. And by the way, America. No, mm-hmm. no one? Okay, there you go. All right, here's the deal. So in all seriousness, John Wick, one of the reasons I love the film is because it has this amazing set of rules. There's a code underlying the culture of the hit people that are, you know, and people who take contracts. And, and it's just so well-crafted. It's absolutely amazing. But the code exists. And during that code, weird things happen. Now in John Wick 3, again, I love that scene, that whole fight series where John Wick's taking on, you know, the uh, Shinobi and what have you, and then two people at the same time. There's one part where he's taking on two fighters and he's getting some shots in, but he's getting his butt kicked. In fact, he gets beat so bad, he gets dropped and he's on the ground. And the two fighters are like, you know what's John Wick? Let's give him a breather because we want that reputation of beating this guy. And there was some kind of cool code they had because they wanted you know his reputation, what have you. And he gets a lot of that. That's not going to happen in this. Reacher doesn't have a code other than I want you, if you're on my in my radar, I'm taking you out. That's his code. There's going to be no break. There's no set of rules. There's no limitations similar to what John Wick has to face in his universe. That's going to be a huge advantage for Reacher. On top of that, you know, John Wick is a master gun foo. I love that term. But what's really cool is he runs out of bullets really, really fast. That's by design. He's a quick shooter. He's rather like shoot in volume as well as be very precise. And as a result, what he does is he counts on getting extra ammo and extra firearms from the people he's just killed who are trying to shoot at him. That's not something that's going to be happening in this fight either because it's a one-on-one encounter. There's no hench people. There's no extra people there with firearms shooting at these guys. There's just these two people shooting at each other. John Wick's going to run out of ammo really, really quick, and there's going to be no extra ammo for him to get. It's going to turn into a close encounter, hand-to-hand combat situation insanely fast. All right. Let me get to my point number three. And for my point number three, let's just break this down because when you do this this fight, look, it's just really hard to say either one of these two characters has any significant weaknesses. It's really hard to say, but not impossible because when I do the math and I think of strategies both characters have used in past experiences against opponents similar to each other, I see some real advantages for Jack Reacher. Now, keep in mind that Reacher has never lost a fight. That is his personal history. That's his lore. It's the same thing in the Amazon series as it is in the books. I checked. He's never lost a fight. John Wick has, and there are reasons for all this. For example, John Wick has an over-reliance on close combat and firearms. Look, I get what he has to do. He's the best at what he what he does. Sometimes I do question the decisions he's making. Like, why do you have to go in that close? Can't you cover, you know, stay in cover, what have you? Look, he's a master of combining gunplay with martial arts. And sure, it's super fun to watch, but a random who would win encounter, the opportunity to use the environment or acquire additional weapons is very, very limited, as I just said. But for someone like Reacher, who will use a jacket to cover his hand in order to punch through a car window or use a barbecue as a projectile to take out a car. He's not going to have the same limitations. Reacher doesn't over-rely on anything because he can figure out what to do, what to use, and how to best fight John Wick on the spot. Also, Reacher is much more patient than John Wick. Look, Ray, you talked about his stamina. Check this out. Reacher's patience is how he overcomes his lack of stamina. He avoids burning too much energy, something that John Wick does. Look, yes, Reacher is capable of explosive 
explosive violence, but he's often using a more measured approach where he waits for his opponent to reveal a weakness. Wick doesn't wait. He can't because time has never been on his side. That's the fun part of his movies. He has to act and act now or else things get really bad for him, which means Wick will engage with Reacher really aggressively pretty much immediately. Reacher's patience is what's going to allow him to exploit a momentary lapse in Wick's defense. And then there's the use of the environment. Look, we talked about John Wick can do. But even with no time to prepare, Reacher's keen observational skills, which you mentioned before, his situational awareness, that's going to make him you know, use anything immediately in his environment in really creative ways, which he's done before with pipe bombs, with wire cutters, with whatever he's got, or just tables. That's, that's what he does. This is what can neutralize the advantage of Wick's gun foo in this fight. Look, I'll readily admit that in a pure gunfight, John Wick does have the advantage. But in an all-out war, where one side is getting messed up and most likely killed like this, Reacher, who's no slouch in the gun department, will know how to distract Wick, evade him, and keep him off balance until he gets in close, which is where I really think this fight's going to take place. And if this fight takes place in close, even if Wick can find a sharp object on top of using his gun, Reacher's durability and size give him the ability to take any form of attack or punishment John Wick can dish out. Remember, this is the person who got stabbed in the arm, and then his friend, who was tied to a gurney in a helicopter, you got to check out season two of Reacher, it's awesome, is thrown out of the helicopter, she's tied onto it, with his stabbed arm, he reaches out and grabs her and holds the whole thing from a helicopter hundreds of feet up in the air and then pulls her back in as if it was nothing. This guy's durable and can keep on fighting after getting stabbed deep in the forearm with a big knife. Look, up close and personal, John Wick, he doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have the size. He doesn't have the durability to take the physical punishment from Reacher. Never mind if Reacher also has a gun, a sharp object, or improvised weapon. Look, John Wick loves to finish fights up close and personal. He's a master of it. The only problem is that he's facing the one person who can actually do it better. That's my point number three. Okay, look, Reacher, again, he's big, strong, but he's also slow and he can't go forever. You know, and you talk about all the rules of the John Wick universe. That is correct. There are a lot of rules and John Wick knows all the rules. However, those rules are also broken, lest we forget. He got attacked against the rules by Ms. Perkins, played by Adrian Pilecki, who is Dynamo in that movie. She went on to play Lady J in the second live-action G.I. Joe movie, so you know she's on my radar. And she gave him everything he could take. And she even got the drop on him and it wasn't enough. This is a guy who you're right. John Wick takes beatings in his movies. He is getting savagely abused through each of these movies. But that's the point. When he loses some of these fights, it's usually at the end of like an hour of getting sack beaten over and over and over again after he's killed 150 people. He's not exactly at his best. At least in a who would win battle, they're starting from zero, right? He doesn't have to worry about it being minute 67 into the movie when he has to fight Reacher. This is minute one. Big difference. And I for completely forgot until I went back and looked again. He beat Donnie Yen. He beat Donnie Yen in one of his movies. Like the guy's the, the character's name was Kane, but that doesn't matter. Donnie Yen is one of the biggest action stars, one of the best action stars for my money on the planet. Uh, he is he is he's in one of the top three best action fights of all time on film. In my opinion, he beat Donnie Yen. I forgot. I, I want to make sure I say that because I forgot and it impressed the heck out of me to, to look at that again right now. How this fight's going to go. Look, they're going to go and he's not going to get close. Reacher's going to be trying to duck behind cover, but John Wick's coming from all angles with all kinds of weapons and he's going to shoot repeatedly and he's going to try to reload. That's when Reacher's going to do a bull rush. He's going to try to rush at him. He's going to get a grab. He's going to get a hold, a bear hug on John Wick, but that reloading speed is too fast. 
and Reacher's going to take seven bullets to the dome, and he's going to go down. John Wick wins. Let's just get it over with. Interesting stuff, Ray Sikanis. Rama, you've heard three points from both Ray and myself. It's time for you to make a decision. But before we get to what Rama has to say, let's celebrate the Who Would Win Patron of the Week. Every week, we choose one of our amazing members of the Who Would Win Show's Patreon community and put them in a battle. Ray, which patron do we have today? Today's patron of the week is another. We get a lot of new patrons. Patreon.com slash Who Would Win Show. Got a lot of folks joining, and thank you for doing so. Your support of the show actually means a ton to me personally. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Today's patron of the week, Steel Switch. It's your time. Steel Switch. Okay, you know what? Let's just do this. In honor of the Super Bowl, let's have Steel Switch go after the one, the only NFL Super Pro. Wow. Now, that might that might be even too tall in order for Steel Switch, to be honest with you. NFL Super Pro is, of course, a, a super enhanced human uh, wearing a special suit of uh, special armor. Uh, that is NFL themed and he fights against NFL themed villains like instant replay. Some other ones uh, I should have off the top of my head, but I do not prepare for these. This is a completely off the cuff remark. The point I'm trying to make is steel switch does have time against NFL super pro to maneuver the battlefield, how he wants it. That's sort of what steel switch is known for is using the environment like a superpower against his opponent. So what's going to end up happening here is they're going to be fighting and they're going to be, he's going to be taking some shots. NFL Super Pro is fast. He's strong. He's got that armor. He's tough to bring down. Eventually, though, they're going to end up in a rail yard. They're going to end up in a train yard late at night. And they're going to be there. And all of a sudden, uh, NFL Super Pro thinks he's got a beat on him. And he can't find him. He can't find Steel Switch. All of a sudden, Steel Switch does the trolley problem. Uses a Steel Switch to change the course of a train. And that train will barrel into NFL Super Pro, not killing him, but removing him from the battlefield on the front of the train for two minutes, and Steel Switch will win with the trolley problem. Great use of terrain. You win this one. You got lucky. NFL Super Pro is a real G. You know, this is unbelievable because, you know, when you think of, like, the the most popular superheroes that Marvel's ever produced, uh, NFL Super Pro is definitely uh, in the top 9,000 characters of marvel but still switch you did it great uh, that's job very impressive yeah i mean that's that's higher than most people would put them now remember you too can become a celebrated patron of the week all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash who would win show and sign up and you may be featured in an upcoming episode of who would win now rama is time for your decision take us through your process tell us the story if you will and reveal who you think wins this battle between john wick and jack reacher well this was a very interesting battle for me since i knew almost nothing about jack reacher at all uh, though i know he has quite a substantial following for the books, the show, and the the Tom Cruise movie. It's never quite made it over to me. So thank you for teaching me so much about him, James. When we started this, we established that Keanu is John Wick and Jack Reacher is played by Alan Richardson, but looks like Ray. Uh, it led to some very interesting images, uh, a super strong Ray who can pick up a grill and throw it 50 feet on a perfect bead into a car. He can get stabbed in the arm and pick a lady up. He can fight up close. He can smash all these things. Highly, highly entertaining imagery, James. Just, you painted a beautiful picture of a giant ray running roughshod through the city. And that was very fun, very fun to hear. And knowing that there are some abilities that he has that, Perhaps get the best of John Wick. Right out the gate, 
Ray had a strong opening round um, and built on that. And it was really just that one technicality in the second round that gave you a a bit of a bump, James, and made this a very interesting battle. As we came to the end, I did instruct both of you to do some specific things, and you both did very well. James, I was almost convinced by your acting that you didn't agree with everything Ray said (laughs) until you agreed with everything that Ray said. And you also had a habit of self-sabotaging by saying, and I have to admit, in the middle of a thing about Jack Reacher. So everything started hinging on a very particular set of conditions that if the fight were close up and if John Wick runs out of bullets and if he's fighting aggressively, that it had to go exactly that way for Jack Reacher to win. But the big thing that you did that Ray capitalized on quite beautifully was when you said that John Wick fights aggressively because time is never on his side, you ignored the base reality of the Who Would Win universe, which is their meeting at zero. So as Ray rightly pointed out, he isn't going through four movies worth, uh, worth four movies worth of ultraviolence through a city of being shot and stabbed and thrown and, and beaten and falling down the steps of the Montmartre over and over again. He's just John Wick as John Wick, the Baba Yaga. The, the hitman par excellence. And if you have him at his best, he's not going to be burning bullets because he's only fighting one guy. He's not fighting the entire city or the entire world. He can choose the tactic that he wants and he doesn't have to close it close because he doesn't have the urgency that something else is coming for him. He can fight this at as great a distance as he wants and he can come in and he can get out. And you acknowledging that Reacher doesn't have, he has good stamina, but not the best stamina. He's a capable driver, but not a great driver. Just validating the the meme information that Ray brought in. I think it's pretty clear that the winner of the battle of Jack Reacher as portrayed by the almighty Ray versus John Wick as portrayed by Keanu Reeves The winner is John Wick, Keanu Reeves. Wow. There you go. Wow. The fake Almighty Ray, as played by Alan Richardson. You you know what? I have to reveal something. This battle was kind of personal because I've talked with so many people. And again, all three of us know people within the industry in various aspects. And I've talked to some people. Not me. Okay, so Rami, you and I know a bunch of people uh-huh. in various aspects in the, in the entertainment industry, and I know a bunch of people worked on the John Wick films, and they're amazing in every way they did it. And the way they constructed this character in every fight that John Wick has, the fight itself, go back and watch the films, Legion of Audience, every fight has a story that exists within the story framework of the entire film, beginning, middle, and end. And, you know, there's reasons for everything that John Wick does and can do and has to do. So I wanted to respect that. And there's sometimes there's a character you love so much. I love John Wick a lot and everything he does. I couldn't, you know, try to massage the facts. I couldn't. I had to be really real. I love this kind of battle because Reacher, he is what he is. 
big, strong guy, smart guy, not the greatest speed, not the greatest cardio, but lots of the things and conditions have to be exact when you're going up against a killer like John Wick. All I'm trying to say is I'm not upset by your decision. In fact, I even agree with it based off how you laid it out. Well done, Rama Valuri. You picked up the Canadian passport real quick there. You, you put down the US <laughs> one and you became very conciliatory. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. It was a it was a very interesting battle and one that I very much enjoyed hearing. Ray, I think you may have some people argue with you as to the veracity of did John Wick beat Kane? Did he beat Donnie Yen? Yeah, uh, sure. yeah. Because the way just based on how the the fourth movie goes, who do you call it for? They did fight a lot. And there are many rounds that went to one or the other, but the last one, I think if you're if you allow him to walk away, someone might argue that he didn't beat Donnie Yen or that Donnie. But to be Yen fair though, he beat did him. beat him in a situation earlier in. And we yes. have the comic book thing that happens where, you know, one character beats the other and then also loses to that character. Yeah. It's the job of the person repping them to mention that he did win one of those fights. Yeah. Not necessarily it is the job of the other person to mention that he did also lose that same yes, fight. which James didn't do, but for the benefit of the Legion of Audience, I just wanted to point that out and give you the opportunity to defend yourself before they oh, come for Oh, there's no head. reason to defend myself. What I said was factually true, and that's the best kind of true. Rama, you're not wrong. That. Here's where the American passport comes out. Race to Canis, listen, how dare you try to besmirch anything doing with John Wick and all of his greatness? Besmirching. Yeah, well, besmirching, whatever it is. Listen, I'm an American. I say what I say, and I said what I said. Here's the thing. John Wick is awesome, and I think it's about time that I rep John Wick because I will do it in a way that is incredible, that is precise, and will blow everyone's mind. Great job, Race to Canis. You came close to doing an adequate job. Uh, you got the win. No one's happy with it, but it is what it is. Now back to being Canadian. Rama Valuri, you are a pleasure. You are a national treasure. We're so happy for your success. Uh, everyone should check out everything you do. Uh, in the meantime, please come back and tell the Legion of Audience, our faithful fan base, where they can find you and all of your magnificence online. Best places, if you go on Instagram, the account is at Rama Valuri, and you'll mostly see things there. I've put away a lot of other social media platforms for my sanity and also just to save time. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Ray Sicanus, you got a win. Well done on that. Again, not happy with how you uh, repped uh, John Wick, putting that out there as well, but you got the win nonetheless. Tell the Legion of Audience, our fan base, where they can find you. Listen to James Gavsey turning on a dime. Oh, by the way, I agree with this decision. I think given the points made, James Gavsey says, the right call was made. Five seconds later, I don't like the way Ray repped his character. I'd do a better job. James, you got to pick a lane and stay with it. Now, look, last week I lost with Master Chief. Master Chief for the third time on the Who Would Win show. 0-3. That's a bad look for me, especially. That said, John Wick was 0-2 walking into this battle on the Who Would Win show and got the win. I didn't want to jinx myself like I did last week by bringing it up at the top. James, you say I would do a great job with John Wick. You've repped John Wick on the show. I'd forget about it, too, because you lost to Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe in an epic 
confrontation. So don't tell me what you would do. I know what you did do, and it was not enough to fight me holding a G.I. Joe in my hand. You can find me on threads. Rama, we'll see you soon. At Almighty Ray 316, you should be on threads because those other social media sites aren't good anymore. So I ripped John Wick when John Wick 3 and 4 hadn't even been released yet. And you're repping John Wick after John Wick 4. Yeah, not the same thing. All right, look, you can find me on X, a.k.a. Master Twitter. Master of research. That's right. X, a.k.a. Twitter. I said it. Instagram and Facebook by typing in at James Gavsey. Remember to join the official Who Would Win Facebook group to make a suggestion for a master for the show and to be part of our growing community. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Who Would Win Show. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you go for your podcasts. On behalf of myself, Ray Canis, and the rest of the amazing Who Would Win production team, thank you once again for checking out another episode of Who Would Win. We'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey gang, I hope you enjoyed this episode and love listening to the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Quick reminder that you can support us by going to patreon.com slash show right now. Okay, gotta prepare for next week's episode. Hope the rest of your day is full of wins. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters. You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.